cliffcentral.com Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Happy 2017 to you all who are tuned in and welcome to the Fashion Lab show. My name is Lisa Gumba Regis for your host and I hope that your new year is already buzzing like mine because... We are buzzing in the studio here. Now, thank you for tuning in once again. We've been a bit quiet, but here we are, back by fashion's demand. Now, as a practice of expression, a way to individualism, and of course, a form of art, it's obvious that music and fashion are base for life. Now, the high I get personally just from listening, dancing, and singing along to my favorite music is the same high I get when I walk in looking the way I look today or just... Whatever, whenever it is wearing a beautiful lease or, or whatever. And I'm sure that this also applies to you uh, when you really think about it. Now, according to Van Dyke, Lewis's love to know the relationship between fashion and popular music is one of the abundant and mutual creativity. It's obviously reciprocal influences which have resulted in some of the most dynamic fashion visualizations ever created in pop culture. And as we know, some exist as memorable creations for the stage and the music videos, which are just getting better and better as we go. Others become long-lasting fashion trends which settle into the culture to become noteworthy, referential, and lasting. Now, according to an article that came across um, on Complex.com, the crossover between music and fashion usually flows kind of like a one-way. So musicians turned designers create collections in an attempt to make their mark in the world of style. Most notably, you could think about Kanye West, maybe Rihanna, maybe Beyonce, maybe even Justin Bieber with his fear of God blessed March. But what does it look like when fashion figures want to stake a claim in the music world? What does fashion music even sound like? Fashion is music. Music is fashion. It, obviously does have a specific home. If recent projects from the far-fetched Alexander Wang or the Barbary are not enough to highlight the power of music fashion hashtag or fashion music, then I don't know which language to switch on at this time. Now, I want to take you through a small trip down memory lane. The first five and a half decades obviously have been uh, a real impact on today's trends when it comes to musical history. In the 60s, you had the Beatlemania that directly influenced London and one of the biggest fashion capitals in the world. Then the hippie look of the 60s carried on over to the 70s where David Bowie made glam rock really rock. And then you had the 80s, which broke every fashion daunt and can. Easily, I think this passes as one of the most eccentric decades music has influenced on fashion. Then let's not forget about the, verge, the vintage grunge, which was uh, uh, really popular in the 90s, thanks to Kurt Cobain, and then all with the hip-hop influences uh, in that fashion era with a mixed sagging style with the gold chains, courtesy of MC Hammer, Tupac, and Easy e for those who were born then, if you remember. Then, of course, you've got indie music today, which is having a, be- a huge impact on the fashion market, like the skinny jeans. And I think that, you know, the cycle just goes on and on. It's nice to know where we are coming from. It's nice to know why it is so important to have this conversation today and unpack a bit around music in fashion and fashion in music. You know, we are here. We have some really special guests. He's one, but I'll just say some because he's representing. (laughs) He's got a few hearts. Don't laugh and don't give it. Don't kiss and tell. Just stay cool first. I'm coming. (laughs) Now, I want to add up. Obviously, um, you get diverse people listening to all different uh, spectrums of music, expressing themselves through their wardrobe. And today's show is obviously, I think, perfect to start the year on a lighter note, but very relevant note um, around this fashion's influence in music. Now, before I introduce our special guest today, we're joined in studio by our contributor, who's Morag Stein. She's an internationally accredited beauty consultant and makeup artist who will be glamming the show along with some dose of makeup and beauty tips. Welcome to the show, Mara. Thank you so much, Liz. And what are we wearing today? Oh, I'm just wearing a little simple dressy. Um, and as I was saying, as we walked into studio, um, it's just a steal that I got at H&M. It's just so <laughs> comfortable. Just easy. I love the patterns. Feeling very summery today as well. So it's lovely. And you, Liz, you look fabulous. Oh, thank you for asking me. You know, people forget to ask what I'm wearing because I'm busy asking everyone else. But I'm wearing this beautiful, it's actually one of my uh, samples. I've always done the simple maxis in really plain colors. And I just realized, you know what, why not pop some really cool um, prints and florals? It's a bit of florals, but a bit of um, geometry. And uh, I kind of just mix it up. I'm not really a floral girl. But anyway, this is one of my pieces. Um, it's going to be coming out to stores. I'm actually stocking at the, at the space. 
and five stores at the space. So this is definitely uh, one of the pieces to look out for in the space, hopefully before the end of the month. But I'm inspired. I'm feeling cool and I'm feeling easy. I wanted to throw something on and go. And that's what happened. Anyway, we are also going to be joined by our New York contributor, Edgy Benson, with his Echoes from New York. Uh, Edgy runs NU New York, a fashion services company um, based in New York, sourcing services to fashion designers and fashion houses. Edgy, welcome to the show. Uh, you're not going to talk to me now. My brother. Ah, I beg. All right, we'll hold that on. Edge is coming shortly. And then for just a quick reminder for you who are tuned in for the first time, I've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So keep it locked. Think about who you want to dress, why, what it is. It could be a good reason, could be a bad reason. Let's try to, let's try to do more for good this year, you know? So please, if you're coming up with your Insta, if you're coming up and throwing something to us on Insta or Twitter, we're on Twitter at Fashion Lab AF. We're on Insta at Fashion Lab Africa. And we'd love to hear from you. Keep your tweets coming. Share with us your thoughts about where you see the future of fashion in music or music in fashion, especially within the continent. Now, allow me to welcome our special guest who's joining us today, who is coined as the father of ancestral soul, hailing straight from the Central African Republic, for those who don't know, live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> and as a producer and DJ, he's got releases by some of the most prominent independent record labels, such as Osun Lade's Yorubaya Records. He's got um, Bob Sinclair's Yellow, Dixon's Inner Visions. He's definitely keeping it locked with one foot on the mainstream and the other foot on the dance floor. He's also widely known as a protege to Grammy-winning Lil Louis Vega, uh, who was on board as the exec producer of Body's album Invocation, released in 2012. The release debut was celebrated all over the world by many, including the global tastemaker Gilles Peterson. I don't want to say more. I don't want to mm. even go further. Well, allow me to welcome to studio Body Satva. Welcome to the show. I agree to my sister. I beg. Now we just received with one level. We are happy to have you. There's no wahala. We are enjoying. No wahala. And I beg before we move on. What are you wearing and what's inspiring the look? You see, I'm an entrepreneur, and 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 I'm I I always. I've been influenced by my father, I think. You know, uh, my father was this very well-dressed guy, always uh, having those button-down shirts, um, um, perfectly uh, groomed, etc., etc. So um, I like these chinos as well, you know, wearing my nice little mocassin, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, you know, kind of relaxed, but at the same time sophisticated. Mm. You know, we have to keep it simple, but at the same time. Let people understand that, hey, 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 hey. Uh-huh. You don't to enter work, the room. You understand. Are you making money? Money day? <laughs> you know, you can't be looking like this without money. Money day? No, money be there, mama. Okay, don't money worry. be there. If, even if money not be there, money be coming to me. I beg. I'm happy. The show is over. No, we've begun. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's good. And you know, they say, you know, also, I think when it comes to what we wear and yeah. how we express ourselves because like i said i think it's a it's a free it's freedom it's a free form of art and exactly. we are free to express ourselves in mm-hmm. whatever ways but it was, it was also very crucial to know when you're wearing different hats yeah how to play and how to let it flow without you know exactly we're not mm. in we're not in uh we are here yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and, you and I don't thing. know where you are before, and I don't know where you're going yeah, after here. I, I, it's a great question that you're asking me because, indeed, uh, according to the environments that you're going to be exposed to, you you have to sort of like dress a certain way, should I say? Even though you may not want to, but that's you know the etiquette, should I say? So mm-hmm. I had a series of meetings before coming here, and so I therefore had to, you know. So you didn't put on, on the, the booty rider. It's not no, <laughs> not no. booty rider. No man, and plus I didn't even put my my real ancestral attires, you know, which is my African prints and all that mm. so but uh but you know still nonetheless but I, I love what you've just said about fashion etiquette and i hope for those who are tuned in that you also understand that as much as we are free there's still limits within our freedom where you True. have to pay attention to where you're going you cannot be in your what you wore last night or last summer 100%. i don't know and people judge <laughs> people judge it's time. a real <laughs> thing for, to- you know? for today no, I, don't, I don't judge at first sight. <laughs> yeah, right. i want to also just introduce edgy edgy are you here with us Yes, I am. Oh, we are very happy to have you. Happy uh, Bonane, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you guys. Welcome, mm. buddy. Thank you, Baba. How are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Okay. Well, what are you wearing? You think we're passing on that one? We want to know what you're wearing. It's a new year. We're not. We're not. We, this is still routine. What are you wearing? And what's inspiring? Sure you <laughs> he will. He, he knows who he's talking to. <laughs> Liz, Liz will let, let me off the hook. 
Um, <laughs> today I'm wearing two things I found over the holiday that I really like. Um, I'm wearing a crew, a short sleeve crew, uh, crew top from Lot 78. It's a new menswear line that I really like. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I know Liz will kill me for this. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. <laughs> It's a little skinny. Hey, but this is different, though. <laughs> this is um, this is a white blue from the from the black gold um, black gold label, and I like it. Mm. You know what? We love you, so whatever you're wearing, we will also love it. But we, you know, you're very style forward. Yeah, but you're very style forward, edgy, and we love that. And, you know, as long as there's few jeans on this uh, session, let's try to start with the first quarter of 2017. If we can get more on other things, like wear your shorts or something else. Anyway, that's another story, Bodhi. Don't worry. Mm. I want to go straight back. I want to go straight back to Bodhi. And thank you for joining us um, on the show. It's really Please. a pleasure to have you here. Now, I want us to go straight into things, Bodhi. You're obviously in front of hundreds to thousands of music lovers, either mm-hmm. on your turntable or in studio working with other artists mm-hmm. to produce the next big hit, or mm-hmm. even in between soirees and luncheons, like the chapati you are chopping yeah, at my house. So let's talk about fashion and what it actually means for Bodhisattva. You know, um, interestingly enough, fashion has been part of my life since I was born. Uh, my mother initially is, um, she, she's creating jewelry and she's been also into, you know, clothing as well. But her, her main thing is jewelry and she, um, she worked with Yves Saint Laurent, Gianfranco Ferre, Christian Dior, uh, you name them, um, Cavalli, et cetera, et cetera. So she, she's had quite, um, quite, quite a lot uh, of work done with those guys because she was creating, um, this, um, jewelry based, um, and actually, um, created out of the bovine horns, you know, what, you know, what we find back home, uh, in the villages, you know, they, we eat this, the, the, this animal. So instead of having those horns go to waste, because at the time you couldn't, um, export ivory anymore, right? So she replaced the, the you know, the, she, she, she discovered a massive potential in the horns of those bovines and, um, you know, she turned them into a global business that was extremely successful. And that was very pivotal in, uh, in inspiring, um, me and my siblings, you know, we are mostly artists in the family. Um, and, um, for me, um, as I said earlier, it's a matter of etiquette. You know, you must, you know, I've, I've been raised with this, uh, with this understanding that when you go to a, a place, you must be looking up to par, you know, mm. uh, even if you wear the most simple things, but, uh, the details is very important. Perfume. You know, uh, making sure that, you know, your, your beard is, your beard is properly groomed, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just little details. And, uh, that makes a difference and shows also the respect you have for the other person mm-hmm. that you're about to meet, you know. And, um, so yeah, that's, fashion means, fashion is for me something extremely, but not necessarily in the, in the cliche sense of the term, right? But it's mm-hmm. really something that, um, tells a lot about your personality. You know, if you don't have any style, but you you want to force it. Ah, my man, it's not going to work. No forcing it. No forcing it. You know, some people just don't have style, you know, and, and they and they just need help, you know, but it's okay. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you, some people say that. I've, some people say that they found me to be either too strict with my style and not enough creative, but I, I again, it's um, it's a matter of perspective. As mm-hmm. long as you're happy wearing what you're wearing, <laughs> I mean, if you want to wear like some fuchsia color and being super bright and like, how am I, that's, that's you. That's people, what you're it feeling. works very well for them. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, yeah, it's, you know, I realized as well through the years, I was more, I was a lot into black, mm-hmm. you know, and now I'm more into, evolving. you know, evolving into blue. Like, like a butterfly. Exactly. Uh, oh evolve. Hey, like, <laughs> Power to evolution. Give me five. Power to evolution. You know, you know, it's so beautiful and it's also amazing. Like you say, everyone have their own fashion mm-hmm. journey and mm-hmm. I love the fact that even your mom's played such an imperative role with that influence Definitely. but at the same time when you walk into a room like you said today you're looking different from how I yeah, remember yeah, yeah, normally yeah, exactly but it's not bad different it mm-hmm. just means that you were doing something else and that's the look so it's not like you're yeah. looking bad you look good you look clean it's very simple it's very safe exactly. according to me it is very safe yes yeah but obviously
obviously you did not want to scare someone today. Wherever no, you're no, going. no. And so, you see, and, and, and to be honest with you, like, um, I, I love colors, for example, you know, like, when it comes to shoes, Oh my God, I'm, I'm a, I'm a shoe freak. So I, I'll go for certain, you know, crazy colors, like the green, sometimes the red. But yet again, you know, it's, uh, it's all about, um, you know, sometimes uh, for me, simplicity always, always comes number one. You know, and the detail for me resides in the simplicity. Some people like to go all flamboyant. I mean, it's really details. Tell me, Bodhi, what does now, now that we know what it means to you, what does fashion mean to Bodhisattva's work in music? Ah, it's, it plays a very pivotal um, position in my business. Um, first of all, because I look at myself as a Pan-African. Uh, yes, I'm fruit of a mix. I mean, my mother's uh, white, American, Belgian, and my father was uh, um, um, black, Central African, and French. Uh, so I have this this vast, you know, mix and 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 and, and quite quite uh, quite a lot to pick from as far as inspirations. But um, the African prints, you know, the wax, uh, uh, you know, the brand, for example, Vlisco, for me, they, you know, they they do they do fantastic work. Now I've I've been seeing a lot of critics. Because it's a Dutch company, you know, doing what they do. But at the, at the end of the day, um, I believe that, uh, unfortunately, um, we still, uh, we are yet to, uh, accomplish a level of quality of our fabric in Africa that tops what they're doing. You know, nothing that we will never get there. I see, th- I see, you know, designers such as yourself doing what you're doing and expanding your brand globally. So that, uh, that is something that somebody like me with my brand, is inspired by and gravitates mm. towards as well, but um, the, the 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 fact that I put Africa as the core center of attention in my work, not only in the styling but also in the sound that I produce, is extremely um, extremely important to me and is allowing me to be actually recognized. Like some people may not necessarily know my face, but because I wear my shirts, they're like, "Oh, that's Buddy." <laughs> You know, it's funny. That's really like that. It's, it's as funny as that. I, even I had a show, uh, a last minute show somewhere in in, um, in Europe, and I didn't have the time to to change. People couldn't recognize. They didn't recognize it was me because I didn't have the shirts on. I mean, it was very funny. It's but it's good. It means that there's something that you're doing, or there's some sort of way that you're actually shaping your signature, your brand signature, with 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 your with your fashion mm-hmm. um, intertwined into the music. Um, I want to talk about like so. Let's talk about you. Obviously, with all of these influences, the fact mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. know we know that music influences fashion and many aspects of our culture. Exactly. And what's great is our threads can also be as diverse as the cities we live in, the cities we are from, and this all that. So when I listen yeah. to your story, or when we listen to your story. How would you describe your style aesthetic? Where what is where do you get the most of, or is it just a, a mix? You know, um, it's a it's an interesting question, and and maybe I'm not dedicated enough in that in that field to be able to respond to you with the right terms. But should I give you maybe a reference as far as somebody that I really 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 look up to as far as style, Oswald Boteng? Mm-hmm. This guy, mm-hmm. hey, hey, my man, that's mm-hmm. that's my that that's my type of thing, man. Mm-hmm. I just love that. So um, those are my type of references. Ultimately, even though I don't necessarily dress like that with that bespoke mm-hmm. sort of like touch, but yeah. this is where I'm aiming to, as far as the brand is concerned. And you're gonna start seeing more and more of that with the incorporation of African prints, because unfortunately they're not present enough. There's things happening, yes, but they're not present enough in in the, in the bespoke uh, industry, oh, yeah. like. We need, we need to feel that. Mm-hmm. We need to see that. And we need to actually show people that, yes, you can still rock a, perf- a splendid blazer made out of, you know, Af- African prints and it still, you know, uh, look as banging as anything else. Mm. So my inspiration really goes different, different, different ways. But I'll, I'll say that I'm, I'm aiming more towards the, uh, the very classy, not too classic, but classy, sporty sort of like look. That's my, that's my thing. Um, edgy, edgy as a, as a, yes, edgy as our expert. You're so bad. As our I'm living that show. Ah, listen, <laughs> I want to get input from edgy as well, just a bit. Edgy, go ahead, Baba. edgy. Where, what type of style, like how bracket would you? Because where he's going to when it comes to that whole clean cat Oswald sort of feel, but then still having the prints and stuff. First of all, do you think we have enough of that? Maybe we just need to, there just needs to be some visibility of some of these brands who are already doing it really well. Or do you feel that it is actually a big gap and, and, and it's a niche that is longing and screaming for it, but just don't have access to it. And it means that it's an opportunity for menswear brands to actually really look into 
focusing on that space to cater for the likes of Bodhisattva. <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I think we can get really actually intellectual about, about this. Um, Bodhis, Bodhis, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've only just got to, to kind of imbibe him and see his work. Mm-hmm. And yes, his shirts are quite iconic. But I think one thing we have to also know is like fashion and music, they have this um, big thing they have in common, which is mm-hmm. rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, music, music needs rhythm. Mm-hmm. Designers, fashion thrives on rhythm. Mm-hmm. Designers go all their lengths to kind of find symphony in their, coll- in their collections, mm-hmm. to find a certain connectedness in what they're doing. You know, and mm-hmm. so you, you see music shaping fashion thinking even unconsciously, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the, this fashion is so music is so it, it, so instrumental in, in fashion. And I think in, in, a, in a continent like ours, where music is just what we thrive on, you know, mm-hmm. I think fashion and music in Africa are more related than we even acknowledge you know yeah. i think a lot of our work is actually so a lot of our fashion work is so driven by by, by the sounds and the cacophony of africa you know so i i don't know i think that the brands maybe the brands need to do more like we had this other show before where we needed to to see more designers collaborate with musicians and more other artists i think that's what we need to see more and, you know, people like Bodhi who are outside, you know, can help a lot in, in, if they can hook up with some local design. I know, I know, um, <clears throat> you know, the bespoke look is, is, is awesome. Oswald is amazing. But, you know, he's already known. Yeah. You yeah, know, he's yeah. a known. But, I mean, we can, we can, I think your influence on the continent, it's going to be huge because, you know, uh, and if you if you may if you may allow me to add to what you're saying, I mean, there's other other guys that are really really uh, love what they're doing. Uh, the guys from uh, Outcomes First, Sam and Shaka. Those guys, okay. hey hey, you gotta check them out. Outcomes First. I dropped one on you, girl. You ah, don't yeah. know. Hey shit shit. I, hey, that's for you. In your face. Finally, oh I got my revenge. <laughs> Buddy, this is not a football match. Please, no. <laughs> attention. I, I, I had to drop one for you. <laughs> no, but you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you dropped it on me. Thank you. It's fine. We Let's will research. Go, Let's go on. Mm-hmm. So those guys, you know, they do amazing hats and they do those those leather jackets and um, they're just super, super dope. And uh, they were also, they started working uh, for and with Oswald Boteng and then developed their own brands. Aesthetically, visually, etc., they they developed a a three sixty degree type of thing, man. Where it's uh, where it's 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 really wow. global. And and what you're saying resonates as well. Um, I, I think it, it it will resonate with um with what they're doing. And truly, man, um, what I do have to say is that Africa as a continent and culturally, because it's a continent with many cultures, right? Mm-hmm. So we tend to just globalize it and say, "Hey, Africa," you know, it's <laughs> you know, it's. But um, a, a magazine like L'Officiel in France mm-hmm. did a whole feature, a whole um, feature on African fashion from a Western perspective, but still, it was about Africa. So I think that yeah. is really telling of where things are going. Even the choices of colors, you know, the patterns. I mean, the other day I was, um, I was in, uh, in Milan and I was walking by the Zara shop, I believe. And I will remember so, it was amazing. They, they had this, this dressful women with African patterns. Mm. Okay. With, with that a bit more westernized feel, but still it's African. So I think, you know, we need to so see more. A big, yeah, there's definitely a big influence. I think, Bodhi, what I want to do is I want you to also unpack to our listeners, uh, yes. for those who have never understood or experienced mm. the ancestral soul experience yes. mm-hmm. as your brand, mm-hmm. what is your offering and how does that work? Because obviously, you know, we are sitting here, we're having these conversations with you, but your fashion element, the element of fashion in your work is even beyond. Yes. Let's talk about the ancestral soul, um, soul experience. As far as the sound. As far as the sound of the energy. I am a person who's random. I'm hanging out maybe in uh, Portugal this mm, weekend. And mm-hmm. then somehow I see this thing, Bodhisattva, mm. Ancestral Soul, mm. and I want to go. What would I expect? Because uh, it's not just music. It's not just a bash. No, it's not it's just, not a just music. It's, um, it's, um, 
You see, my music is inspired by uh, a lot of different things and mostly uh, hardships, you know, uh, uh, truth be told. I, I believe I went through quite a lot, like many of us. Uh, and instead of yeah. using that in a negative way, um, I've, I've, I've found music, you know, and music was that um, uh, pivotal element in my life that allowed me to sort of like um, transcend, you know, the state I was in. So it's a spiritual sort of like journey. Now, because I'm totally aware of my history, my background, you know, I know, uh, both, both, you know, both histories on both sides of my, of my mix, should I say, my father's side, my mother's side. So I have a, a, a rich understanding of that. And I've decided to go more for my African side because I was born in Central African Republic in Bangui, raised there until I was 18. So probably if I was born in Sweden, I would probably feel Swedish, you know, but mm, mm. I'm Central African, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the core of my person and, and, and mm. what I, and what I breathe and what I am. And, a quarter of my um, of my blood is black, so that has been an a, a, an element, um, sort of like putting a massive emphasis on on my desire to embrace more my culture, you know, my African cultures. And when I say African cultures, I really mean the African cultures. Like wherever I go in the continent, I feel at home because mm -hmm. I just I've I've managed to know how to adapt. You know, I speak various African languages understand uh as well many so my sound ancestral soul is um that sound that taps into what's um what's ancestral about you you know it taps into what has been sort of like um helping you grow as a human as a, as a human being you know it doesn't matter Ooh. your sexual orientation your color all that has no connection with what i do and actually that's what music is should be about you know mm. but Clearly, ancestral soul is a, is a sound and it's an experience and it's a spiritual experience through music. When I say spiritual, it's not religious. Let's be very clear. Mm -hmm. It's just a connection with, with, with the you. You know, it's you and you only. And, and it's very interesting because I've, 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 I've been surprised to hear people that I would have never expected in my entire existence, uh, existence to be exposed and actually enjoy my music. And I, and I'm telling you, um, this from a perspective of somebody who has experienced kids of four years old. Okay. They would, they would be dancing on any songs, but actually, believe it or not, kids already have a taste of music at very young age mm -hmm. to, uh, elders all the way up to 75 years old. So this is really interesting when your music is able to, obviously not everything I do taps into this, this you know, these demographics, mm -hmm. but we're looking at that. So it's a, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual experience through sounds yet. It is a very moving, very grooving sound that taps massively into the African ancestry that uh, uh, I have. But did you do you also have that fashion element where you allow fashion of course. brands and fashion like your whole thing is not so as much as your music it's you a still allow sound with an African influence and you still allow the fashion brands to come and be a part of your absolutely because fashion is I mean music is fashion mm. well, exactly and, this, and, and, and believe it or not I mean I, I I've stopped wearing them because my mother was making these monumental necklaces beautiful. Out of, uh, crystal and actually bovine horns and like precious stuff, amazing pieces, but they were really heavy and they would, they would break while I was, um, performing. So we are, we, uh, we actually for this year, we're working on a, on a new composition and making mm. sure that they actually just, you know, hold the, hold the weight and the move. Cause I dance when I, when I perform. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so of course it's very much open to brands and that, and actually, as a matter of fact, my, my uh, business model this year is actually toward going totally towards, you know, um, Shopping the Bodhisattva brand or exp uh, exposing the Bodhisattva brand to, you know, uh, big brands and whether it be watches, whether it be bags. I'm a bag freak. So back to collaborations and mm -hmm. collaborations and stuff like that. Yes, because wow. I do, I do. I mean, one of my, um, one of my younger sisters, she's a, um, a textile designer. She is one of the most amazing creative beings I've seen. I mean, and I'm not saying this because she's my sister. Clearly she is like incredible. And so those are the type of people that I want to have in my team when I start collaborating with those brands because I know the, the value and the, and the asset we represent. You know, I have a mother who's, who's, who's shaped the, 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 the fishing industry from a jewelry point of view. She was the first one to bring. And I'm, unfortunately, uh, it, it, it is kind of difficult to sort of like prove that. But actually, if you really look back, you can. When there was a Bijorka in uh, 1980, I believe, uh, two or one. I believe that's when she started that Bijoka and she exposed her, her art and it, it was crazy. Nobody was doing anything like that mm -hmm. at the time. So 
when you see that and you're like, okay, now is time for me to open myself to brands because back then you remember it's all about establishing something when you mm. so any, any all of us we have to establish at least prove what we can do mm. you know i'm not necessarily yeah. a hit maker but i'm somebody who makes music for the soul so one thing for sure mm. my music will have a place a in your in playlist your yes and i also think it's you know going back to collaboration um for instance with you with me with you mm-hmm. if we're going to be collaborating with a brand we need to be established because exactly. i find that if you go into collaboration too young in your brand the brand will start molding you in what they want or exactly. you know what I'm saying so it's very important to You're be right. established and then sort of go with a brand that reckons with you I agree you with know? you um, and because actually what you're saying is true because even when you step in a room the aura that you generate the energy that you give those people is totally different and the way they will speak to you will be very 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 much influenced by how you, by how you present yourself I mean I'll, I'll give you an example like I was talking to um, a liquor company you know pretty well established they're doing high end liquors you know cognac and stuff and um we were talking and they were like, oh, you know, it would be a good idea to see, you know, how we can see how you can become a, a brand ambassador. I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, me, the associ- association with alcohol is not necessarily a problem for me. Uh, I'm not, and plus it's not a, it's not a, it's a global brand, but from a very elitist mm. sort of thing. Whereas here, I'm trying to say, look, you guys are elite, but I'm, I'm, this is the thing. I have a foot in, as you said earlier, I have a foot in the mainstream and a foot in the underground, should we say, or the club mm, scene. Mm. And this is my, as, as, it's, it's been very, very interesting because I've always had that foot in the townships, for example, and in also like the, 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 the elitist inside. world. So it's, mm. and, and I balance it out very well. So for brands now to associate with you, that's where they have a problem. They're like, ah, oh, but man, you're not enough this, you're not enough that. Yes, but that's the whole point. Yes. <laughs> but you're not, you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I mean, I'm saying you're not enough that, but you're enough you, you know, you've grown, exactly. you've matured. In, yeah. in, in Swahili, we say Tosha. Mm, Tosha. Mm. Remember that, Tosha. And Aish. say it with passion, Tosha. Anyway, you know what I want to say now? Besides yourself, buddy, who are yes. some of the other iconic African musicians that you would actually feel have run with this fashion thing to a whole new level? Because being a very powerful musician is one thing. Mm. Having that definite, iconic style that just stays and you know who that is when they come in mm. is is something that I feel we're not paying attention to mm-hmm. enough in the continent. And like Edge said earlier, music and fashion is one thing we agree. Mm-hmm. And it's big here in the continent. It is. But Oof. how brands are able, music brands and have not spent enough time mm-hmm. finding or honing their style into a way that it actually becomes a signature, iconic look and feel that really puts their brand aside and also maybe opens other avenues because you cannot... You, it's great to be a musician. It's great to sing. And like I said, I'm talking to myself as well because yeah. I'm in music. I'm, I'm, I'm music as well. But I'm just saying that until you find that space, as we continue to perfect our skill, we're not just perfecting it on a vocal level or on an instrument level. We need to be perfecting it also on an image level because yeah. image is everything like Sprite, obey your thirst or go home. Mm. What, what, who's, who are you yeah, looking at right now in the continent and saying, and I'll tell you, Debange and Diamond are impressive to me. Mm. I'll say Dibanj because Dibanj, I don't care what he wears. Mm. You'll know when Dibanj, Coco Master, has arrived. Mm-hmm. But then D- Diamond's a new kid on the block. Mm. He's, he's, um, I wouldn't say, it's not an African aesthetic, but mm. he's got a very distinct style. So you kind of know, almost, kind of almost know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's so distinct, but he's there. You, you will never miss him. But I feel like one of the things that's happening in the continent is there's a lot of copycatting. So what happens is someone wants to look like Beyonce. Someone wants to look like, you know, like where's your, where's your real, cause mm. there's so much play to play with mm-hmm. in this space that why can people not just decide that, okay, fine, my name is John and this is the style and this is how we want to build it. Yusunduri mm. is always Yusunduri will always be. Whether you like his style or not, you'll know Yusunduri when he walks in. Yeah. Well, maybe Babamal too. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, Babamal more than Yusunduri because Yusunduri, you recognize his face, but he doesn't, Yusunduri doesn't necessarily just, have style. Yeah, but listen, uh, but listen, he, you know, he wears the same thing. It's mm. like saying Mama Africa. Mama Africa from every corner in Africa will wear the same thing. It's mm. called the head thing with mm. the thing mm. and then it's that thing. Mm. So I'm just saying that the is that the thing? Is that that thing? <laughs> so I'm just saying that the one thing I can say for sure is, mm. even if you say Yusu, Baba Mal might be a bit more... For, for me, the fact that they're wearing is the same thing. To me, actually, when I see the two of them, or the other five, plus mm. Mohammed, plus whoever else, I'm like, that it looks like the same thing. Well, you see, this is where I think there's a mistake. Because if you look at Baba Mal, first of all, Baba Mal is... Um, 
uh, of Senegalese. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can call him a great, you know, should you want. He is gay. You know, this is not something that's necessarily very common. You know, there's a massive homophobic matter and mm. problem in, in the continent, right? And so the way he was going to wear it, he, even if he wears traditional, he's going to add a detail. Mm. And that detail makes him unique. Okay. It's in that sense that I was just being a bit more... So, I understand what you mean, but then it's like saying, oh, all those black, they just look the same. <laughs> you know? No, no, I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but that's, but then people can easily use that, you know what I mean? Or, or you know what switch I mean? So your, it, it can switch, switch up. Words, yeah. And I think it's very important to, to, to distinguish that, um, Africa, as, you, as we as we agreed, is a continent. We have different countries, different cultures. If you look at the southern part of, like I would say, the English-speaking part of Africa, the styling is completely different than the Francophone or the Portuguese-speaking mm-hmm. part of Africa, mm-hmm. or the Spanish uh, uh, with with uh, Guinea um, uh, Equatorial. Uh, so, for example, if you look at the Congolese. For me, those guys, uh, hey, they, the sappers. Should, should I sit down? Because they've cleaned it. <laughs> they've cleaned they have it. cleaned. I mean, those guys. They, it was to a point where, when those guys, Yamamoto, Jean-Paul Gaultier, would have like pieces that they couldn't sell. Those guys would buy them <laughs> would and buy wear them. them. And it was such a thing, and it's still such a thing. Like Kofi Olomide, mm. Papa Wimba, mm. uh, General Defao, mm. uh, man, you, Pepe Calais. Mm. Those guys, for me. Mm. Let's not, you know what? Actually, let's bring it, let's, let's break it down. Should the 70s in Africa. This is when styling was at the, huh? the and, and, and with, and with music what? in oh, a way yeah. that, yeah. yeah. It's and, done now, man. I mean, the only ones who are, not to cut you, my sister, Nigeria, Ghana, all those countries, mm-hmm. they are, they are maintaining the true African spirit mm-hmm. of, how you need to be dressed as an African. Mm-hmm. And they're proud. They, they, they put, you know, they'll mix like the bling bling with the African tradition in their videos. Mm-hmm. No one else on the continent does that. Not no one else, but I hear what you're saying is they're strong. Okay. They're strong on the ground, Uncle. Don't, Let's don't go. Wait. But Let's listen, go. you know what? This conversation is very interesting. For those who are tuned in, we've been um, sitting here in studio speaking to the one and only Bodhi Sattva and just touching base on where it is with this fashion music and music fashion mm-hmm. uh, hashtag, or if you want to call it fashion in music, and the fact that it is here and it is here to stay. Mm-hmm. And how do we now... Um, monetize on it how do we also um take advantage and really elevate ourselves um along with this trend that's really just it's not it's not going anywhere so i think you know for those who are tuned in you're welcome to share your thoughts on twitter we're on fashion lab af we are on uh, fashion lab africa on instagram and i want to just really just roll over to morag stein for her glam up just to glam us up a bit while you think about pepe kale and uh and just to let her just kind of break the ice here a bit so we can listen to put the wall yeah put the wall up a bit just to give her a few minutes to talk about the glam side of this thing Oh, thank you so Welcome much, Liz. Forward. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into it. Rose gold, rose gold, gold, rose gold. I actually cannot even say it enough. If we're looking at like the new Volvo colors just come out, it's rose gold. We're looking at walking into any retail store. The only color accessories you see is rose gold. So, I mean, really, we are just going to other places. Yeah. And I'm, and of course I'm obsessed with it as well. Um, and you know what? Lipstick trends are also, um, just revolutionizing like no one's business. Once again, we have our favorites. Um, you know what? For me, red is always going to be in. Whether you're in 1922 or 2017, red is in, right? So my goal for 2017, and I say this with me owning probably about over 500 lipstick colors, I'm going to try a new shade every week. So by the end of this year, I will have plus 52. <laughs> um, you know what? And... um You'll always have your favorites. Once again, it may not be red. Um, but I just want to jump right in. I will post um, on my social media as well. Sephora and Pitone um, Universe Color of the Year, that's the lipstick brand's name, have actually launched a new color and it's called Rose Quartz. So a lot of their colors are based on crystals, crystal names, etc. And having named, of course, the Rose Golds, um, let's just break the monotony of sheer pastels. And the key this season is to go in with a highly pigmented, beautiful pastel color. The lipstick contains sheer waxes, so it obviously provides an intense hydration on the lips. Um, it has a satin finish on the lip. And the packaging, you'll see once I've posted the picture, it's very futuristic. The shape is crazy. It's set in a chrome silver, sort of with an outer layer of ombre pastel and blue salmon. It's just it's the most beautiful lipstick. Um, and I am actually wearing it now as well. It's really, really lovely. 
you know what, and talking about music and fashion, I mean, we, we all know sitting in studio that fashion is a hungry animal that just digs out the now and then in a blink of an eye, it's like, okay, I'm done with you and mm-hmm. it carries to Rome on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking for the next best thing. And of course, um, you know, for makeup in music as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, body, I'm looking at your cover and mm-hmm. of course makeup influences you as well. Beauty Definitely, influences yeah. you mm-hmm. and it's with everything, you know, um, so if we're talking about um, makeup in the fashion industry or, you know, on a runway, on a music video set, etc., um, you can sort of easily distinguish the two with their styles and then each separates them, you know, from each other. So whether mm-hmm. it be a fashion designer or for music video on set, obviously you're going to be doing different makeup. And I find that, um, you know, if we're looking at, for instance, the 70s or the 80s, obviously makeup was influenced Fashion was influenced, musicians were influenced, the type of music. Um, you know, so it's really, as a makeup artist, um, you know, working on set, I feel you, you need to get inside the artist's head. So, you know, no matter who hires me specifically to do, mm-hmm. I've worked with a huge sandra of, of artists and, you know, and this really goes out to all the makeup artists out there. If music videos and fashion is not your thing, don't do it. Exactly. No, okay. these guys are messing it up. Don't oh wake up God. one morning I've and it, decide. I've heard that, I've heard that, mad, that, that, <laughs> that bad luck once. Oh, God. You know, Sorry. don't wake up one day and decide, today I'm going to work on music videos. If it's not, you know, and, and I'm going to brag a bit by saying that, yes, I am an all-rounder makeup artist, but I have been doing this for 12 years, you know. So I've also distinguished certain clients that I will only work with and certain artists that I won't work with. Because we don't gel. And that's okay. Just stick to what you're good in, you know? You know the words when and you walk in the room, they're just like, ah, this is you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And also, um, you know, it's to get into the, as I said, to get into the, the artist's um, mind and also look at what the music is. So I love listening to the music, first of all, to get a feel of it. And, you know, and as I mentioned to you before the show started, I've actually listened to some of your music. And Thank I you. can totally, now that you're sitting opposite me, I can, it's like, yes, oh, the, the picture's cool. complete, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I look at your, your sort of your makeup on the cover of your album, um, mm-hmm. sort of the anime, very realistic vibe, the tribal patterns, mm-hmm. um, Liz might not look good in that. In a music video, do you not, understand? Not might we are not it's doing just that? Not for your me. thing. It's do you not. know what I mean? And <laughs> opposites. Hey. Hey. You know, and, hey. and when you when you put everything in together, you know, and even um, coming back to how much fashion and makeup influence the music yeah. industry is, you know, looking at your neck pieces once again, there's a rose gold piece in mm-hmm. it. So it's mm-hmm. really it's crazy how everything you know just comes in together. And obviously, working um, on set, it's great fun. Um, I mean, I've worked on some like thirty six hours sets where you're just like you're so delirious yeah. and yeah. delusional you don't even know if you're coming or going but you know what that, that's the the beauty of it all and we at the end of the day um we do this because we're passionate about it exactly. and if we weren't it would just be a complete flop you know um and yeah so you know to all the makeup artists um out there i just really want to say that once again if it's not your thing it's okay to to just not be your thing Just drop you it know? Yeah, just drop the mic and walk on <laughs> It's okay, it's okay darling Boo-boo, you'll Come be just on, fine buddy. Hey, boo It's okay Drop it Move on um, <laughs> Somebody else will take over <laughs> You know, and in terms of the three aspects trending together um, I just want to run through some trend forecasts um, As far as the three sort of fit in So we've got the Psychotropical Which if I'm looking at your CD cover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or your album cover mm-hmm. It's very psychotropical. It it's, is. You, you sort of don't know. And, you know, with even the patterns that I'm wearing now, this, you know, the dress from H&M, even Liz's pattern, it mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. psychotropical. It is, yeah. um, so it obviously comes from the psychedelic movement defined by vibrant palettes, warped visuals, um, sort of very strong brows. And, you know, I'm looking at this from a makeup aspect, but even your brows on your CD cover, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is, you know. So sort of sunset backgrounds um, and then tropical undergrounds, of course. So let me ask you a question then, therefore, because uh, we, we, we're touching on a very interesting mm-hmm. subject that actually connects right back into yes. music this psychedelic era of music you know remember the 80s there was mm. it, it literally both for fashion and sounds it was crazy I 100% mean, and, and, and I think was, 80s was the most 
eccentric time of that whole yeah the music and fashion at the same time and where it went and how it I affected mean, yeah and so other. it almost like brainwashed fans look because like David Bowie with yes. the glam rock yeah. in the seventies yeah. uh, yeah. the 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 nineties was that uh, was that um, um, vintage grunge yes. and 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 the hip hop thing yes. and the eighties as you said so and and the psychedelic era I mean you look at um, there's this artist Dexter Wonsell for example yeah. he was doing these soul sounds but it was very experimental Herbie Hancock I mean um, Sun Ra Sun Ra If anyone knows In, in, the, in this in, in, in jazz and experimental jazz Sun Ra was like Massive into fashion He had the, Talking about Distinguishing yourself With a style That was just Out of this world And the makeup So this is So basically Whether it be In other words I'm not trying to yeah. Sum up what no, you no, said no, But no, you no. to understand So it's like Both um, clothing Music Makeup are influenced oh, absolutely. by absolutely, absolutely, and you know, you it, it cannot be the one and not the other. Yeah, it, it's all three or nothing. Um, and then we obviously talking about the futurism um, sort of movement, which is the post-human, which is really inspired by artificial intelligence. So if you're looking at like movies, music videos, there's so much. It's true, you know, of this sort of artificial intelligence, and obviously it's illustrated um, by technology. And I mean, obviously we've done a show of how technology influences the fashion industry. Um, you know, we're looking at embossed textures. Yes. Even on the face So once again Like stencils um, You know Sort of um, It's okay to Kind of rock up At an event With peacock lashes on It's acceptable now Because that is What's trending You know um, I know Inglot Does a beautiful range um, Of actually Real feathered lashes They're absolutely incredible And then we've got The surf, surf gypsy Which is um, A subset of Bohemianism Inspired by the Beautiful beaches Across the world Um I know an Indian designer that I worked with a while back, um, his, his whole collection was based on a holiday that he went to in Croatia. So, you know, once again, wow. how nature and sort of everything just falls into place with fashion. Um, and then, of course, um, extremely vivid palettes, so colors of the rainbow. We're also currently seeing, I don't know if you've noticed, but in normal retail stores, a lot of mermaid and in unicorn-inspired accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, also from the beaches, you know, that, um, and they all form a part of the makeup trend. So, you know, like fish scale techniques and bosses, that's very, very huge at the moment. Um, yeah, and then I just want to say thank you to Savoa Flair, who helped me with the, the research for the segment um, as well. Um, you know, when, you, when you're when researching trends in that, you, you come up with a million things. And I was just like, no, this is really not for me. But anyway, you can catch everything, um, obviously, on my social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Flipgram, and Instagram, at Morag Stain. Thank you so much. Wow, thank wow. you, Morag. That was nice. That was a nice, yes. that was a cup of tea that Very someone, a cup someone across me needed. <laughs> <laughs> Says the it's one who needed the Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys, for those who are tuned in, Morag, thank you for the, for just that, um, insight. And it's, it's like you said, it's like a yin, yang, and yang, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. I don't know who the middle yeah. one is. Mm. The beauty one. You added three. I have just, yin, I, yang have, and yang. I have just introduced Kenyan. a new, a new lingo. Hey, we, 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 <laughs> because so we just like to add so things. Creative. Hey, Lord, mercy. <laughs> so listen. Yang is the one that Morag just did. Yeah. But like I said, it's interesting how she actually even just took over that cover mm. of your new album. Mm. That everything. It's amazing with the tribal marks and everything. And that is still a part of your story and how you actually want to tell this story visually. And I do want to thank you both because the, your perspective that you actually had, uh, no one has actually studied that cover the way you, you just did. It's pretty amazing because there has been quite a lot of research behind this cover. So thank you. But, thank and you, you know what the, the craziest thing is that I can probably not of it was intentional to as far as what trains, yeah, trains yes none of it. yeah because it was done because this album is i mean technically this album is two years old yeah but it's new to you guys guys because you know um, yes 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 no it's beautiful but listen fashion brands obviously are doing more than ever and we've all agreed and exploring so, new ways are you saying i'm a visionary no hey you can say what Yay. you want <laughs> and i will give you the golden crown just now because you obviously are wanting that crown we'll yes. put that crown <laughs> on your head just now but the one thing i want to say obviously for those who are tuned into is this is the time where fashion brands are exploring new ways to engage with their customers Obviously creating more lifestyle oriented sort of or emotion based marketing strategy. So whatever it is that's for you, 
Not everyone or not every brand is going to run into like some associations with mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. I mean, with music, but there's so many other lifestyle oriented uh, strategies that you can come up with that will actually hook or pull your consumer closer to you. They strive to be perceived as different and authentic by the target audience. And this ways uh, is really up to you. I think, mm-hmm. like, I think music is it for me. And obviously for me, because I'm a music slash fashion mm-hmm. brand, it's easy to integrate the two. Mm-hmm. But I want to just go into our last part of this show today. And before we do that, Bodhi, how can our listeners connect with you? Well, um, I'm on all uh, social medias, um, whether it be Instagram. So in Instagram is going to be Bodhisattva Official, same for Facebook, Bodhi, B-O-D-D-H-I, Sattva, S-A-T-V-A, Official. And on uh, Twitter, it's at Ancestral Bodhi. Ancestralize that. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys, straight into who, straight into who would you want to address? This is live and direct from Bodhi. Who do you want to address and why? We're going to do this quick because we actually have run out of time because we had the king in the house and he no, ate no, up all our time. It but it's, it's okay, fault. it's fine. We love you, you so it's you've been fine. talking more than me. Ah, okay. <laughs> Morag, we're going to start with you because you're oh the, God, we're, we're starting with Morag. Who would you want to address and why? Because you're the most calm in the room right now, it seems. <laughs> um, I don't have, I mean, I, I, I would want to address Amelia Clark. Um, for me, she's just, she was voted one of the like be- most beautiful women in the world in 2016. So just carrying over, I'd love to address her. But I'm going to say that I would also love to work with Body on a music video one Let's day do and do your makeup. There we go. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey. Edgy, who would you want to address? Girl, don't hit appreciate. Who would you want to address, Edgy, and why? And not yourself, not you, please. I beg. Is Mine Anilia. is very, very, very simple. Oh, I just okay. want one of Body's shirts. No, that's fine, brother. Just give me your address. I'll make sure I'll, f- I'll send you one with your measurements. I'll have my, I have my tire arranged for you something. Now, let me tell you what's confusing in Africa. I'm asking Edgy who he wants to dress. This Him is, is telling me the shirt he wants. <laughs> yes, Edgy, please. Yeah, in New York, my man, you should be doing those things, man. Make this easier for us. Who would you want to dress and why today, besides wanting a shirt? Um, I just told you I wanted to dress me in body's shirt. Aish. Okay, he's, he's okay. It it's you again, Edgy. We, we we will love you and leave you there with that just in mind. Just, just hold speak. on there, yeah. Hold on, but who would you want to dress and why? Given the opportunity, you know what? I would love to dress Obama. Mm. You know, uh, mm. he's he's you know living the office mm. and uh, uh, such a great man who's you know who, who seems to be so cool. Mm. I would love to see him rocking a proper African prince, man. Aish. <laughs> you know, it, it will suit him so well. You know. Wow. Today I want to dress, uh, Bodhisattva himself and you can take me up on that. Like in and real life. Do we don't want to just talk. This has to be the year of talk, doing, oh, not talking. So you were trying to be materializing the words, yes. the thoughts. Yes. Sir. No, but you should have been concrete, my man. Guys. What's your t- Liz, this is the first and last time I'm coming on that show. Yeah. Cause this You've been messing me up all day. Listen, this year, I think this is your only show, but we'll see how things go. But listen, for those who are tuned in, I think it's just, uh, it's been a great show. We'd love to hear from you. We're on www.fashionlabafrica.com and uh, share your thoughts with us after the show. Um, love to these people here. Thank you, Bodhi, for joining you. us. Thank, thank you, Morag, for your you. beautiful insight on Glam Up. And thank you, um, Edgy, for wanting to dress your, yourself. We'll let you slide because you bring us such rich insight as well um, onto this show. Thank so you. for tu- listeners thank who are you, tuned buddy. in, yes, you, listeners buddy. who are tuned in, think about it. Hashtag fashion, music, music, fashion. It's the year for that. Let's go. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.